time to ham up. Oh my god, I really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. After the credits. A Yum Chunks podcast. Yum Chunks! Welcome all you Chunkerinos, we're back. And tonight on After the Credits, we're going to be talking about all the fun adventures we all had as uh, people trapped in our apartment over the summer. Um, We're going to be talking about the DC Phantom news. We're going to be talking about Avatar news. We're going to be talking about um, Vince Rizzo news. It's going to be amazing. And to help us talk about Vince Rizzo news, Vince Rizzo is here, everyone. Give him a round of applause, homeless guy outside my apartment. Put a applause sound effect in there. Oh, okay, we'll just clap then. That's fine. Or we can, we can, we, just, we can just clap. That's, we're capable of that. Thank you. Vince is back. We're not right. cap- capable of clapping all at the same time. <laughs> no, of course not. Despite that's how we try to sync our audio, it never seems to work. No. Um, so yes, Vince is here, but uh, that's not all. We also have Matt Chewy. Hello, I am here. Hello. Um, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. That's good. And Ryan Davis is here as well. Yay! Yay! Um, and Chris is still uh, nursing his child. So, and he will be not... for the next eighteen years. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for when he's back in the next eighteen years. Um, yes, uh, he's not here. Hopefully, he will be able to peek in sometime soon. But as of now, you could send him um, money on his Patreon to help raise his child. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that Patreon is, though. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, we did just have an episode, so it hasn't been too long. Um, but last episode was kind of focused, and there's a lot of stuff that happened um, since we were back, uh, since our Onward episode, or whatever episode it was. So we thought, um, good chance to just kind of round up and catch up and see what uh, what's been going on in the world um, since we since we've cast. So here we are, um, and to get us all warm and ready for that, uh, let's go around the chunk fire. Um, Ryan Chu and I don't have much, I bet, but Vince, I'm sure you are bursting at the seams uh, with donuts. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask about your donut eating competition. How'd that go? So, well, uh, I finished dead last, me- <laughs> meaning I ate the most donuts in one. Um, that was the competition. There's it was a... to see who couldn't eat donuts, and I lost. They look so good. There's a hole in this donut, but the hole is just another smaller donut. It's own hole. Movie references. <laughs> Are you referencing holes? Because I do love that movie. <laughs> I do love donuts. It's been a while since I've had one. Hey, is is probably... there a movie with donut in the title? I'm trying to think. Probably. I mean, yeah. if there isn't, this is it's prime opportunity. <laughs> All right, Hollywood. You're here to hear so many possibilities. Anyways, Knives Out's a good movie. Go watch that movie if you haven't seen Apparently it. Even searching... if you have seen it, go watch it. The word donut on IMDb. Uh, okay, I guess I should spell it correctly. Not much is coming up. <laughs> All right. At any rate, let's discuss this. <laughs> okay. What um what real things have you been up to? Okay. Uh, well, I think the last time I was on the podcast was for Onward. Which what do we do that end of April when Onward came out, or was it? Yeah, mid April, I think. Mid April. Okay. 
Um, well, I've just kind of, I've been doing almost similar things to what I was doing before there was a pandemic, um, constantly working. I mean, uh, there was a pandemic a- as of when our last episode was out. We had already entered pandemic mode. Oh, that's true. Um, for me, it's almost been like the pandemic has been the easiest part. Uh, it's been everything else that's just been like, oh my God. Um, and let me explain. Well, no, I won't. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, please explain. Well, um, I still have two kids. Been able to keep them alive through all this, so that's good. And I feel like I it's should. That's I impressive. Des- I deserve some credit for that. Yeah. Um, you should give Chris some pointers. Uh, I've taught him everything him I can. Learn from your mistakes. It's it's in God's hands now. I've taught him everything I know. Also, I, the one thing advice I gave him, I said, was if you love something, set it free. And he said, but this baby's three days old. And I said, you heard me. So I think he'll make the right decision. Also, he was standing with his baby in the water. So I think he made the right decision. He hasn't had the baby long enough to know if he loves it or not. That's true. He still has to imprint on it like we were talking about earlier. Or it has to imprint on him. Who does the imprinting when imprints are made? I think it's a mutual thing because your yeah. skin is touching each other's. But if you're asking if like Chris would love the baby if the baby didn't touch him, I would hope that he would love the baby. And I hope be... the baby won't love him regardless. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I was just trying to think of something funny to say. Um... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, when you say imprint, are you talking about, like, in nature with creatures? Yes. Or are you talking about, like, in Twilight? Like, if you wanted to get copies of a t-shirt made. That's what uh, I... Oh, print on demand. Yeah. Okay, so so Chris would take care of that then. Okay. Just say, this is my baby. Boy, this is what happens when we don't have a plan for an episode. <laughs> well, here, I was gonna, I mean... Oh, yeah, just... wait, Vince, you have to talk now. You did Go. take the conversation in a pretty interesting direction, but I did have some things I was gonna say. Okay, okay. please do. Um... Well, I have continued on with my uh, metal detecting excursions, and it's actually been fairly successful. I'm up to 70 rings for the year that I've found. Oh. Uh, my goal is 100, and I have just crossed the $1,000 threshold for coins. My goal is 1500 Um So I, I'm on pace to hit both of those goals. Oh, you're in the I black assume... now. Based on how much you spent on the mm-hmm. gear, you're, you're at oh, yeah. now, right? Oh, yeah. Great. I, I assume in... you're going to seek out all the owners of those rings and give them back. Well, there's only one that has any sort of uh, engraving or name on it that I have found. Oh, man, um, so it's going to be even harder for you to get those back to their owners. <clears throat> oh, well, time and energy. I mean, if we're but speaking sure on a will. podcast that the general public is going to hear, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give them back, of course. <laughs> um, but if we're speaking among friends, I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like Smaug, Vince. I am. Oh, yeah, Actually, that's the connection. I would say I'm more like Thorin Oakenshield. You're uh you're like Smog from that movie, The Hobbit: The Desolation of Smog. <laughs> Wait, what movie was that? I don't know if I saw it. The Hobbit: The Desolation of Smog. That's where Smog came from originally. I think that's true. I don't it definitely wasn't based on like a children's book or anything. It was it no. was based on a trilogy of movies that are 12 hours long that have um an Did elf. They novelized that. That are running up rocks that are falling. Quite a bit, though. (laughs) So Vince, tell me Uh about your um. 
Oh, what's your process here? You go. You wake up and you wake up in the morning and you go. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna metal detect. No. What okay. So, so how do you how do you know where to go and what? There's, tell me a little bit more about that. So there's actually much more of a process than than you would think, other than just saying like, well, this is how I'm gonna live my life. I mean, that was how I started <laughs> with a, with a serious lack of direction. Um, but I realized that there is like a a rhyme and a reason to finding stuff. Um, one, you have to plan it out. Um, what I do, especially during the summertime, with the large volume of people that are actually going to the beaches, um, you want to go to. You obviously want to go to the beaches. You want to plan out times when the tide is super low. So I have a tide app on my phone that shows me when the tides oh, wow. are low and when they're high, and then um, I'll go to the beaches at those corresponding times. Um, usually low tides. High tides are a stupid time to go because then you're in the water and that's not as much fun. Um, low tides are when you certainly want to go out there and. There's a lot of like, I mean, there's so much beach line in in San Diego. You can almost take your pick of like any popular beach and you'll probably find something, but you'll find a lot less targets at like the main beaches like La Jolla Shores, Pacific Beach, Mission Beach, Ocean Beach, those kind of places because that's where everybody goes. Um, So what I try and do is just look at the places and kind of plan out places that would have a large volume, large foot trafficking, but would be less um, like instinctive to think oh, I should metal detect there. And it's been incredibly successful. My last hunt, uh, which was yesterday morning, from the hours of midnight to about 4 a.m., found five rings, uh, one 14-karat gold ring, one silver ring, and I found about $10 in change. Um, And I found a bunch of other really cool stuff. But I found, yeah, the ring, I mean, it's this really, it's this heavy 14-karat ring, so it's probably worth somewhere in the range of like $500. Um, And three nights before that, I found an 18-karat gold wedding band that's probably closer to like $1,000. Um, and so that's like my sixth gold ring for the year. Um, fourth in this last month, um, summer, obviously you're going to get more because more people are going to the beaches. And so I've been planning it out and like the times when, when the tides are ideal, when to go. And yeah, especially for this month, like end of July leading through August. Um, it's, it has been fun just getting out there and especially doing, going at night when there's no people, it's just super peaceful. Are there uh, any other places that you go that aren't beaches? Yeah, parks. Um, oh, my God. I went in front of this uh, public library. Um, I won't disclose where because uh, I, it's my secret spot. Um, but I have gone back there five times, and I have found, like, probably $150 in just coins there, along with rings. But uh, there was one night I was there for, like, four hours, and I found over 100 quarters. Like, so... Wow. That's a lot of individual yeah. coins. I mean, in terms of indi- individual coins, it was somewhere like 300 individual coins, something like that, that I found. Uh, it was crazy. I was That's just $25. Yeah, well, just in quarters, yeah, it was $25. Also, your metal detecting rivals in San Diego who are listening to this podcast are now going to go start checking public libraries I, until they I, find your spot. I figured... Then that's the, that's the thing though is a lot of the people that do this because I have gone on like group hunts whereas like I see a guy who's like hey come to our group hunt and the average age is probably like sixty years old <laughs> so oh yeah I'm I'm going with these like super old guys who are like using detectors from like you know 1983 and <laughs> are like stuck in their ways but the way that I've just been successful is thinking outside of the box and it's it's been a lot of fun I mean I know. Again, there's like a stigma to the things that I do, and I know you guys kind of laugh at it, but uh, I look at it as like this process of uh, like planning out what I'm going to do and then like executing that plan. And uh, it has actually, it's one thing, it's certainly kept my mind occupied during COVID, which is oh, yeah. not easy to do from what I've seen for the general public because there's 
it's so easy to just like get wrapped up in what's going on and just be constantly worried and freaking out. But it's like this really uh, like relaxing and soothing thing. The same way that like disc golf kind of is for me. Um, mm-hmm. To where it's just like a total stress reliever. And so again, if there's something I would recommend, even if you're not detecting, going to the beach at night is really really relaxing. I would recommend it. Yeah, you know the metal detecting. I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but I I poke fun at you because it's it just seems like it came out of nowhere. Um, but you know, <laughs> hobbies do. But um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, like you, you play a mini game and like a Zelda game, and you're like, yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna take a break and, and play this like mindless little thing for a little bit, take my mind off the main quest. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that being a therapeutic thing in a way. Oh, yeah that's cool do you have a do, do you so there's so you said there's like a pretty healthy san diego based uh metal detecting community there is actually you wouldn't think it but there is a lot of people oh, that I, that do I, it I, I would there's always there's a community for everything but yeah. um do you do you, uh, i mean like is there a big online presence do you link up with people or i actually i've made like a couple of friends just from like doing it like so like we'll email each other or text each other about when we're going to go out um and there is like some sort of like san diego online community where they have like potlucks and stuff but i don't oh. I don't, I don't go to those but uh it exists I uh, maybe think, i'll go i think, I think uh, since covid i don't think i'm ever going to go to a potluck again yeah that's um, true but uh, uh so you've never gone to one i'm sorry you said you i've never you gone to one but i've gone to like you know a couple of the group hunts um one thing i am going to do which might be interesting to people who are listening um is I have a GoPro now. That's one of the new GoPros. And I have like this chest mount. And there's oh. actually people that make a living recording what they find metal detecting online and just posting it online, you know, with some clever mm-hmm. editing, which I'm certainly you know, capable of doing. Um, so I think I might try that. Um, I'm definitely going to try that tonight. Oh, cool. um, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, I don't I, I can't guarantee what's going to happen. But I mean, I've never tried to use a GoPro to find it. But based off the stuff I find compared to other people that, you know, have a million subscribers and make six figures just off of YouTube ad revenue showing what they find, I should should have a pretty successful run at this. And I just want to, you know, see what it's like. It'd be cool to kind of have an archive uh, showing what I find when I find it. Be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, What about, uh, so do you have a night vision GoPro or what do you do about lighting? So so I have like a headlamp. Costco actually sells these, these, three packs of these headlamps and they're really really good like they have like four different light settings and so i i just bought one of those and um i use it whenever i'm out there i mean and then with that and the gopro and my detector has an lcd screen that lights up so you'd be able to see it anyway when even when it's dark um so it yeah i mean it it shouldn't be this is a trial run so we'll see how this one goes tonight but uh but I'm kind of excited to see because I've had people because, you know, I post the stuff that I find sometimes on Facebook and I have my own Instagram for all the stuff that I find um, called Vince Finds Treasure. And oh. Uh, you should look Vince at it. Vince Finds Treasure. Look at it. Yeah. You can I'm going to go look at it right now. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I people have been asking, like, man, you find all this cool stuff. Like, you should record it. I mean, we'd love to see you find it. So I'll give it a try. I, I mean, I have no expectations. It's It's just fun to do it. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. I mean, it's you know, especially because you know we used to do a lot of videos, and you got the video experience. So why not, you know, and yeah. uh, see what happens. And you know, it, you know, if you, if if you're doing it for fun, and again, not you know, the expectations of you know YouTube fame, you know, I I feel like the people who 
get really into their hobbies and just do it because they like to do it are the ones who actually end up taking off and you know Ex find that audience so i think audiences are attracted to people who are passionate about the things that they are into so yeah um, absolutely yeah so that's cool i wish you the best of luck it's crazy that i mean it's not that late but it's kind of late and you after we record you're gonna go out there um, oh yeah low tide is at about 4 a.m i'll be out wow. there at, like probably midnight to 5 a.m um, wow it's probably Those are long hunts it is um I mean, last night or the two the two nights ago when I was out there, it was kind of funny because within like ten minutes, I found this gigantic ring and a gold ring, and I was like, "Oh God, this is this is too much of a good thing too soon." Should I? <laughs> I mean, cash, this, cash out, go home. Yeah, should I just go home? I mean, he's like, "This is amazing." Should, should I just stop? But I was like, "No, you, you j literally just started. You gotta keep going." Yeah, I guess if you're gonna drive all the way there and gear up and everything, yeah, exactly. Do you, but it's do you ever do you ever do uh, do you ever do? I can't remember if I asked you this. Do you do daytime hunts? Yeah, um, those are a little bit more difficult. One, because if you're doing it at the beach, people are obviously going to be there. And it's right. It's not as much fun detecting when you have to kind of swerve around people. Um, and then, like, sometimes – and you can't – there's always times when you're detecting and, you're, like, people will, like, sometimes give you a hard time if you're at, like, a park or something. Even though it's totally legal, they'll be like, well, you're digging up the park. I'm like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not ruining it. It's just you dig up a plug, you take the thing out, put the plug back. Looks like you're never there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. Sometimes I will. Cool. Well, awesome. Um, yeah. Wish you best of luck tonight and with your uh, video project. I hope that works out. Um, Thank you. What else? What else you got going on? Okay. What else do I have going on? Well, um, Costco is entering into its holiday season. Uh, which is also still a COVID season. So mm -hmm. it's a pandemic holiday season, and the pandemic has been like the craziest, you know, experience of my adult life, just working. So I'm interested to see, because we have not lost any, like, any people. Like, it's just been just as busy as ever. Uh, employees, yes, we have lost many of those. So It's going to be a pandemic Christmas this time of year. Exactly. Mentally, I'm just trying to prepare for... Uh, the avalanche of chaos that is about to unfold because it's it's gonna be something um <laughs> if you're asking in terms of like what else i've been doing the last five months i mean whatever you care to share i guess yeah i mean okay um i've been working out a lot more um and also drinking more so and by that i mean alcohol so i drink a lot of alcohol but I also work out a lot, and somehow it's been working out great, and I'm in, like, the best shape I've ever been in. All right, cool. I was going to not... say, it's a lot of calories, <laughs> that, but uh, hey, you know, whatever. Well, it's mostly hard alcohol. I'm, we're not talking beer. I'm talking, like, whiskey and, you know, other hard alcohols. Drinking Vince, those. Are, you, are you okay? Do we need to have a talk? No, yeah, I'm doing great. I'll be honest. It's been pretty <laughs> okay. good. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? If we can't proudly talk about how much we drink, what can we talk about? Uh, I don't know. What are we? What are we supposed to talk about in this episode? <laughs> exactly. This is a free for all. Look, okay. If you want to cr critique my discussion points, I think you better come up with some good ones of your own. I wasn't critiquing. Oh, good. What have you been drinking, Chewy? A lot of water. Damn it. Uh, tequila. Sorry. I, uh, no, just mostly water. Um, we can change that. I am supposed to drink. I'm supposed to drink 100 ounces of water every day, um, and I've been getting close to 200 every day. I've nice. Just been real, I've just been a real thirsty boy. 
Hey, you started following my Instagram. I did, yes. Oh, fantastic. L- live. Live on the air. This I happened. Followed. It's breaking news. You can see all the cool things that I found. I had, I did, yeah. It was nice. Good. Thank you. Nice. No problem. Cool. Uh, consumed any good media lately? Or good food lately? Uh, good food. They're uh, just the, they're, they're the same. There's just as much to talk about on both topics. Yeah, okay. Um, man. Just like these really, really good wings from uh, this kind of like fusion, like American slash like Korean style wing place. Um, it's on it's down here um, on Convoy Street called Cross Cross Street. Um, it's Cross Street Chicken and Beer is what it's called. And they have like the best. They're known for their wings um, mm-hmm. and I guess their beer. But their wings are gigantic, like they're almost the size of like drumsticks. And they have all these different types. You can get, like, you know, just original. You can get, like, spicy. They have, like, the different, like, Korean sauces that you can have. And then, like, they have, like, Parmesan, garlic. Like, they're incredible. Um, Probably some of the best chicken I've ever had, but definitely the best wings I've ever had. Just with how they they make them. So whenever we're all together, we should go there. Or just order it to go, you know. I have to to add it to the... uh post-apocalypse activities list that i have on my phone right now yeah what else is on your post-apocalypse list oh mostly just stuff i used i did before the apocalypse <laughs> has anyone you know, had it? like go get a california burrito and whatnot. yeah that's that's a good one that's definitely on my list what were you gonna ask uh has anyone had a good churro recently i haven't had a good churro in a long time no i haven't the only time I'd get a churro was at Disneyland, and yeah. now what do I do? I went to Disneyland like a week and a half before it shut down, and I had a churro that day. It was good. Okay. Well, all uh, right. Yeah, that's the last time. I'm probably um, the last man on earth that's had a good churro then. Maybe. Um, all right. Well, cool. In terms of media, uh, I mean, I'm a sports guy, so now that sports are happening, I'm watching sports again. Um that doesn't mean that I'm not also watching some media, but uh, there hasn't been a whole lot in terms of uh, new television shows that, is, that have really dragged me in. Um, I've been getting recommended uh, The Umbrella Academy, I think is what it's called. Um, Umbrella not, Academy? Yeah, I have not watched that. I heard the third season came out and people are telling me that it's really good. I have not watched that. Has anyone here watched that? The second season just came out. Oh, is that the one? Okay. How is it? Is it a good show? site all right well <laughs> all right you heard it here here first folks <laughs> can we do it can we do a after the credits for a for that show and it's just 10 seconds so ryan how was it it's all right i want to i want to start a, like i want to start a youtube series where i just give like single syllable responses to shows i watch so it just could be like meh or like See, huh you can already do that um just take that clip of you saying so I from this episode and then just like put it over like a picture of you giving a thumbs up and then upload that to YouTube. I'll do it. All right. Let's I would share let's, that. Let's get started. If you did that. I'd share it on every uh, pl- media platform that exists so that it gains all the views. We'll make a really fancy thumbnail for the YouTube video. Um, yeah. Write a really elaborate description and say, follow us on all our social media. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, well, the only thing I've really done since our last 
video or uh, recording, I mean, was I watched some games done quick for the summer series. Um, that's usually pretty fun. Um, but I think that's pretty much all I've done. Oh, and watched some uh, Cobra Kai because they added Cobra Kai to Netflix. Um, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Okay, I, I, I keep hearing about Cobra Kai. And, like, I don't know. I feel pressure to watch it, but I don't really care about Karate Kid original that much. I don't know. What do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, it's, it's kind of, it, you know, the show originally, I think, came out two-ish years ago. And that's, I mean, we still carnivore in the midst of, like, 80s revival kind of thing. Or, like, mm-hmm. nostalgia, or whatever you want to call it. I think we're on the tail end. That's my yeah, guess. Yeah, but... right. So, two years ago, you can imagine we were, like, more in the thick of it. And so, it was a little, a little more hot. Although, it, it was kind of buried in that youtube red yeah which nobody had nobody had so i never watched it but i had heard good things anyway so now i can watch it and i am a fan of the original karate kid um and all that good stuff so if if you are i don't know if i don't know if you'd enjoy it as a as as not being a fan of karate kid um and even if you are you may still not but I'm only halfway through the first season and I, it's kind of toying with my emotions. Cause like the premise is like the Johnny, the, the quote unquote bad kid from the first one is kind of centered around him. Um, and he's older now and he's like a deadbeat. Um, and it, it's, it's interesting if nothing else, it's definitely, it's, it's a well-made show. It's not like the most well acted, but it's, it's, it has, it's like, it's fun. It knows what it is. It doesn't take things too far or not far enough. It's it's well paced and all those other good things. So, um, I would, I would, yeah, I would say maybe just give it a shot, and then if you don't like it, eh, no big deal. Okay, well, I guess that is standard procedure for most shows, right? Wait, Ryan, what's your one word review of it? Ah. <laughs> all right. All right, I can take that. See, that's that. complex. You can't you can't write that. You gotta say. No, you can't. It, you exactly. Yes. Like you need that. You need to hear the inflection. Right. It, yeah, that's you're good. From it. what I interpreted, see the thing is, from that one word, there could be like 20 minute YouTube analysis videos on what he <laughs> might mean by that. So I think what he's trying to say is there's a lot of highs and also lows to the show, um, and that like you can't go into it expecting exactly what you got from the original Karate Kid. Um, that you're going to be getting a little bit of the same, but also something new, maybe exciting, but also a little bit weird. I think you're onto something, but I I kind of think that what Ryan was saying is that um, he had he was pleasantly surprised by the show, but possibly because of low expectations going in. Yeah, um, I think I think he just ate a bad peanut. <laughs> is there such a thing? <laughs> oh, Chewy, you haven't had a bad peanut. Let me what introduce. What a privileged life you've lived. <laughs> Sorry, I need to check my peanut privilege. <laughs> That's the weirdest sentence I've ever heard anybody say. Well, I better start saying some more sentences. <laughs> Vincent, what, what a privileged life you've heard of hearing people's expressions. Vince has to check his weird sentence privilege. Oh, man. Uh... No, you're right about that. I do, though. It's a problem. <laughs> In all seriousness, folks, it's a big problem. Uh, all right. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> um, all right, let me just check myself first. Yeah, okay. So, um, 
No, wait, we weren't even talking about me. We were talking about Cobra Kai and Ryan. So now what's up? Oh, it was Ryan's turn. Ryan, what else? Anything else new? We just talked to you like four days ago or something. uh, Yeah, so I think that's good good enough for me. You know, I've I've had my piece. I've said my piece. (laughs) Um, What about Sean? Maybe Sean's done something interesting in the last week. Wrong again. I would hope that Sean is just taking a lot of naps after his uh, Arkansas adventure. Uh, I mean, if I were yeah. Sean, I would be sleeping a I lot. I sleep 18 hours a day. I mean, I would be taking more naps if I wasn't working back to working full time. Uh, um, I am at home, though, so I could do it without pants on, it, which is more invigorating than napping. Hmm. Um yeah, it's been only a couple days, so I don't have a lot. Let's see. I watched the new Bill and Ted movie, oh. um, which I would actually be down for doing an episode in this film-starved st- um, summer. Well, let me this, let me ask this you. time that we're living in. How did you watch it? Did in person or did you video on demand it? Is it out in theaters? Well, there are theaters places that are open, um, but I, I think, but. Oh, no, I just video on demand. I didn't know that it was even playing in, like, actual theaters. Um, I would not recommend Risking Lives to go see that movie. No. Um, but did you did you rent it or did you purchase it? Rented. Okay. Um, I was, was going to ask for your login so I could watch it. <laughs> well, I would give it to you, but I didn't rent it on my account, so. Ah. 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 All right. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it was... It was good it's a, it's a fun heartwarming just super silly adventure all right um, if you like the if you like the first two it generally capitalizes on that energy all right ryan you okay. you you give me your one or minimum sentence review of of sean's review uh this is gonna be hard uh since i haven't what, seen it what myself is, however what is, no 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 what is sean saying Oh, okay. Wait, is he reviewing my review, or is he reviewing what I thought? Like, is he saying what he thinks I thought of the movie? Yeah, that's what he's doing. And go. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait, okay, okay, I got this. Hey! (laughs) Yep, that's kind of... No, I was... It sounded like a Mario game was starting. (laughs) I think that's pretty accurate. So let me do my analysis on Ryan's review. <laughs> so he started off um, on a high note, and I think it was really playing to the nostalgia factor too. Um, and because of that, Keanu Reeves looks old as hell. <laughs> I will say it's funny he it's because he doesn't have the facial hair, facial hair. Yeah. I, spoilers: there's a scene in the movie where he has facial hair, and he looks so much younger than the rest of the movie. Huh. Also, I don't think they did a great job with makeup. I could, and, and, and that sounds like a silly sentence, but now that I know what I'm more aware of makeup stuff, <laughs> oh, right. I I'm I don't think they did a good job. Well, I, with I, their makeup. I think Ryan was saying that Sean was saying that it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's... I recommend it. Go watch that. Um, yeah, I just feel like you need to kind of look into it a little bit more. Maybe do some more analysis because there's a lot there. Okay, I'll, I want a five-piece uh, series video blog about your analysis. I'll just do my dissertation on it. Okay, good. As you should. Um, <clears throat> uh, what else have I done? Um, I listened to Vince's analysis of Ryan's review of my review of Bill and Ted. 
That, that took a while. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what did you think about that? Could you give me your <laughs> Anyone still I want to do a separate episode on that, actually, I think. Um, I was watching something else, too. Oh, oh, oh that's it. Uh, so, Dark, did, I, we've mentioned this mul- multiple times. Ryan, did you even mention it last episode? I feel like you might have. Um, uh, I don't think I did, but I know... Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Well, I... I watched the original or the first season when it was on, and I loved the first season. And then season two and three came on in the last year or two, but I was so overwhelmed with trying to remember what happened in the first season because it's very dense. It's a very, very you, you don't pay attention for a second, and you get, you're going to be lost. Um, and so I was like, oh, I'm too scared to start the second season. I don't know what's happening, so I never watched this second or third seasons. But this last weekend, I basically binged all of season one just to catch up and have fresh in my mind. And even after doing that, I watched like five or six different YouTube recap videos of what happened in season one mm-hmm. and have thus and has since then started watching season two of Dark. If you haven't watched Dark, go watch Dark. That show's so it's the smartest show I could think of. But it sounds hard. <laughs> but it's the it's so good. It's too it's, hard. I don't it, know. I it's so it. good. Not just because it's. Intellect, like really smart. It's so good because it's just like really well done character wise and story wise and blah 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 blah. Um, and it's in German, so you will also. I guess you could put on dubbing, but don't don't put on dubbing. Why would, you, why would anybody? <laughs> yeah, do that? I made what that you, mistake. Plebeian? for the first couple episodes. Yeah. Actually, there's probably situations where dubbing's okay, but I mean, I, yeah, uh, in a sh- I actually in a... thought about doing it on my rewatch, hmm. so that way I could just like be doing other things and still have. But then I was like. I can't do it, and so I turn it back to subtitles. I would imagine subtitles probably for a show that's dense and hard to follow is probably best. So you have something to connect, stay connected with. Yeah, <clears throat> um, it's one of those things that I feel. Have you guys noticed this? Let's survey time. Have you guys noticed that it seems like just people in general are now putting subtitles on more and more, just even whatever they're watching? Uh, I don't know because I that's. For I mean our household, that's pretty standard. That's always been standard procedure. We watch everything with subtitles. I've started. Yeah, I've started playing. That's pa- not. I've started playing. That's not usual. Yeah. Um. I, I've even. I've started playing all my video games with subtitles too. You know, like I have done the opposite. I've turned subtitles off of my video games. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I, Vince Ryan. No, I actually feel like somehow, and I have noticed that subtitles just start happening when I have not asked for them. Um. <laughs> On things that, like, hey, I know English. Stop telling me I don't. I can't understand what they're saying. And then Disney Plus is like, no, you don't. Check this out. (laughs) And then I try to disable it, and they don't even have a way to disable it. So I just turn off the TV and go think about my life. Cry. And then go metal detect. Yeah, I go metal detect. But then Uh, the rings start having subtitles. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Never mind, it was a metal detecting joke. Just, we're not part of the metal detecting community referencing rings is a metal detecting metal detecting humor is too complex for us we're not yeah, yeah it is Ryan we're can not... you give me my um your one word review on my metal <laughs> no. detecting joke no the joke is played out we've gave them, yeah. given them a test ta- uh, given them a taste Vince now they have to subscribe yeah. if they want the rest of Ryan's we've got them hooked true. already there's one too many there was one too many free ones <laughs> we're watering we're watering down the brand Ryan's short reviews <laughs> okay well subtitles are in uh yeah in. i feel like i agree that i've noticed more and more people doing that um i i don't mind subtitles just 
as a yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying general. it's bad or good. Um, just... And yeah, in video games, I don't like it as much because then I, I naturally, my eyes naturally drift to reading. The, mm-hmm. Even though I, you know, again, like as Vince indicated, and and also I also speak English and understand English. Don't need it. Um, although I will say, when I watched the games done quick, they turned all the voices to the Japanese versions for Witcher Three. Yeah. That was kind of that was pretty entertaining. But. Nice. Um, that's a total side note. Um, I, I, yeah, I usually turn subtitles off. That's all I have to contribute. With uh, you know, I, I told you guys earlier a few months ago. I, I recently replayed like the whole Half Life series, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I played through almost subtitles this time. I didn't the first time, and uh, I I noticed a lot lot more dialogue because I mean the first time I played through Half Life two, anytime you'd come up to one of those big screens with Doctor Breen and he's giving his like nineteen eighty four speeches. Like, um, I'd just stop and I'd listen to the entire thing until it looped. And sometimes it would be like 15 minutes. So, um, you know, it was kind of fun playing through the game and just pushing forward. I'd already played it, but then the subtitles are still on, even if you can't audibly hear what's going on. If it's yeah, within know, a certain range, yeah. you'll you'll see yeah. the dialogue on your screen. Yeah. And then, you know, with that, all the NPCs, like, I'll see a line. I'm like, I don't even know where that NPC is, and I've never heard that line spoken before. So it was kind of nice playing through it again and picking up details that um, I haven't noticed. I mean, it's crazy because I've played those games so many times, and every time I go through them, I, I, no- I notice more details. So, um, you know, that was a fun little reason to, to play it with subtitles. <clears> hmm. <throat> I'd be curious. I want to read some crazy analysis of why it's a trend that more modern media is being naturally displayed with subtitles. Huh. No, I'm just curious. It's, a, it's an interesting phenomenon. Um, regardless, that's all that I've been up to. Um, nothing that new or exciting. So, Matt, anything that you've done in the last four days that warrants mention? I just went swimming. <laughs> it was nice. Mm. Was it by choice? No. Oh, <laughs> forced swimming. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, I feel I like that's a question a, we got to ask. I just said I have a good attitude about it, and I decided, you know what, this is nice. Um, uh, now where I uh, I, I start teaching again next week. Uh, so uh, every t- every beginning of the term, we have uh, professional development days, and uh, because we're going, we're starting the term online. Um, we're doing a whole week of professional development. So basically, what that translates to is a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, training how to use the new online teaching software and whatnot. So I've had so far two days in a row of like six hours of Zoom meetings. So it's a lot, but, um, you know, I'm excited to go back to teaching next week and I'm just kind of gearing up for that and um, uh, figuring out um, how to convert some of my other assignments to online formats. Um, But, uh, you know, that's mostly what I'm I'm pretty consumed with that. And I mentioned some of the games I was playing last uh, last time around. I'm, you know, still picking away at those. So, cool. Uh, sounds good. Hey, remember when Chris used to teach swimming lessons? That was his job. Mm-hmm. Remember that, everyone? Man, <laughs> oh my! God. Now he's a producer at Facebook. <laughs> True story. What a what a life he's led. It's like the direct opposite of the Winklevi twins. <laughs> I think it was Winkle Voss. I think the Winkle Voss ones. Well, but they the Winkle Vi. Never mind. Oh, I see. But you already pluralized twins. I. You know what? I've had enough out of you. It was supposed to be a funny joke because <laughs> they were doing like the rowing thing at Harvard. You metal detectors are a crazy breed, Vince. Be have an odd brain of humor. 
Thank you. Um, what? What? Nothing? What? Nothing? I didn't step away from the computer. All right, let's end this nonsense and get into the hard <laughs> facts the hard. of DC fans. Let's just get right into the hard. Let's get into the hard. Chewy, where were you on 9-11? <laughs> I was at school. And then, the next, and then the next day I got dumped by my first girlfriend. That's rough, oh, buddy. It was a bad week ouch. for me. Ouch. Well, uh, I don't know how to segue to that from to the DC. So, I mean, the Snyder right. Cut of Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, or I speaking mean, of 9 11, let's talk about the Snyder Cut. Uh, yeah, Snyder Cut, or sorry, Justice, or uh, sorry, whatever, DC fandom event took place over the summer. This is one of the more, I don't know, publicized kind of big news about media or uh, movies and stuff. So. We figured it was worth talking about. And who better to not be here to talk about this DC fandom event than Chris? <laughs> so he has sent us this written telegraph. I mean... Dear Yum Chunks, oh boy. I have since disowned my love of DC, and I love Marvel and Pie. Yep. I hate DC, and this Snyder Cut was just a hoax that was went too far. Sorry, everyone. I smell. Wow. Sincerely, Chris. You know what? Chris is really, um, he's really matured a lot. Since, uh, I don't know. I feel like the whole smelling thing was kind of immature. Chris. Well, not, I just nice feel he owned up to it. It's nice of him to admit. Yeah. He can admit it now. And I'm just saying fatherhood has really matured him. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, he didn't even have to do that. You know, that was just kind of. Yeah, it's great. So let it be known on the record that uh, Chris hated everything at DC Fandom. <laughs> I feel like he's going to strangle us from his computer. <laughs> he's never going to listen to this. <laughs> uh, okay, wait a minute, though. Why is anybody even excited about this stupid movie? Like, it's not like it's going to be good. This is the follow-up. This is the follow-up to Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, from this guy. Who's expecting so... this to be good? The trailer, I mean, yeah, it's the same movie. You're not, they haven't, and it's whatever. We've had discussions about this in the past. I'm not excited about it. I will watch it. I think the thing is that's silly and stupid is that I'm still going to watch it. That's the frustrating thing. And they know that I'm going to watch it. But the trailer, the trailer looked okay, but it just, it reminded me of those, do you guys remember when it was a big fad, like maybe 10 years ago? It was like people would cut their own trailers of movies mm-hmm. and they would like post it and it was oh, like, yeah. oh, they put this soundtrack or they put this whatever song on it and it made it look, oh, look how cool it is. That's what it reminded me of, like a fan made trailer of a movie. Then they would take clips from other movies and edit, yeah, edit them yeah, in After yeah, Effects yeah. and whatnot. Yeah that, always, yeah, that annoyed me because people on Facebook would post them and think it's a real thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks shiny. It looks nice. Um but uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of. I mean, how many how many good things from Zack Snyder have I seen versus from Josh Whedon? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what is going to be brought to the table. Um, I do I'm, have a couple of questions. One specifically, Henry Cavill. Did he film all these scenes that that he, Zack Snyder did? Um, where he didn't have to do a CG bottom half of his face. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? That. Are they going to have to CG more mustache uh, for this? No, what I'm saying is I don't think they will because I think the only reason they had to do that is because they had to do all the reshoots 
And I'm guessing in the old footage, they didn't. He didn't have to because he wasn't in contract obligations to where he couldn't shave his mustache. Yeah, I mean, if it was part of the original, yeah, if it was part of the original shoot, that's true. So I guess is that what that you're saying that they'll be using more of the original? Yes, and that could actually, to be honest, reshoot footage that could that could. So that could I mean, it'll yeah, improve the movie for me, literally, like because that, that was so bad. That's a good point. That will I will not debate <laughs> if they they limit the amount of. <laughs> Look, I'm okay with it if they remove face. all of the CG mustache from that was originally in the the movie. Yeah, <laughs> they should just ha- keep the mustache. If there's any scenes that they need, <laughs> just have them have a mustache in some of the scenes. Uh, like you know what, Superman died, right? Yeah. When did, wait, when did Superman die? He comes back with a mustache. <laughs> he comes back with a mustache. And it's Why like not? whatever, he's an alien, who cares? That's not the yeah, that's not it, the weirdest thing about I mean, Superman. hair follicles still continue to grow after the body dies, so like his super body his mustache follicles. <laughs> How do you suppose Superman's shaving his mustache in the first place? Oh, yeah. yeah. I never considered that. He doesn't have any sort of like Kryptonian blade on him to cut Maybe it. he uses like a mirror from his laser eyes and he like reflects it onto his lower Ooh, lip. Okay, okay. That's plausible. <laughs> Wait, can his eye lasers <laughs> I hope there's a scene of that. <laughs> of him shaving. And yes. that scene will cost more money than <laughs> the removal of the mustache in the first place. <laughs> Um, Uh, yeah Snyder Cut's a thing in all seriousness though um, so I I remember the original intent was to do a two part Justice League movie and that's part of the reason the first one the original Justice League was underwhelming because Steppenwolf ended up being the bad guy and that was all just supposed to be a prelude to um, was it Darkseid? No yeah yeah Darkseid and uh, I don't know they showed Darkseid and he he looks bad, or at least uninspired. I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, Steppenwolf looks a little better though. I mean, they changed. They changed his design. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm still not. I mean, he still looks like a big CG doofus. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to fix that. You like, there's just a vast difference between like the menacing look of of a Thanos and and a Steppen Steppenwolf. <laughs> it's just it's not the same. It's not even close. Yeah, I don't know. It it's still that movie. I don't know. I, I still like. You can definitely improve a movie in the edit, but you can't make you can't make something out of nothing out of something yeah. without the ingredients, right? Like, I just okay. So this is this is happening. This is coming out next year, right? There's at least a year before it comes out. Yeah, I, I just I just feel like they're gonna be going back to the drawing board in some aspects i just yeah. kind of to me i get the sense the way they talk about in interviews that they're going to be doing a lot of additional work it's not just like yeah. we have to finish the unfinished work it's like we're gonna add things because i don't i don't know how they would add more villains and more storyline to what we already got from the original cut and i i just i can't see that being good unless there's rewrites and reshoots and, and massive reshoots new sequences and added and i i feel like the story would have to be fundamentally changed for some of the stuff that we saw in that trailer to make sense yeah and that's that makes me curious because then it's to me it stops being a 
a cut of a movie and just kind of a, a new movie, like a remix yeah. of like a new movie that's remixed out of footage from a different movie is kind of what it is sounding like to me, if that makes sense. It's almost, yeah. it almost feels like it's crossing this weird, like line. Um, like, I don't, I don't know how to quite articulate what I'm about to say, but it's like, if, if we can do this to like a major motion picture, then like, then what's stopping George Lucas from editing one yeah. of the Star Wars movies? Like, you can't complain well, about George you guys, Lucas. I mean, that's the thing, too. Have you heard about, like, people are wanting there to be a Lucas cut of Rise of Skywalker? Oh, Ugh. God. There's no yeah. fixing which, that movie. Which makes, 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 even, that makes even less sense than anything with, you know, Snyder-related. But it, it it's just the this, this sheer, I don't know, the sheer, inep, in, like... Just unawareness, uh, self-righteous stupidity of quote-unquote fans who, like, we're just, I want it so bad, This is we're going to make this happen. And I'm just going to keep yelling about, like, what do you mean a Lucas cut of a movie? He had nothing to do. Right. Sure, I want a Lucas cut of, you know, Jurassic Park. I want a, um, whatever, M. Night Shyamalan cut of uh, Schindler's List. Like, I would what, say, like, what is, like, what is the point of that, these cuts? Like, I want that you Indiana know, Jones cut uh, with uh, the Ewoks in it at the beginning, and, uh, <laughs> like in South Park. One, if, I, if there was anything like this that I would actually want, and I think, Chewie, you'd probably agree with this, even though I know you do like the original, or the movie that we got, I would have loved to have seen the Edgar Wright Ant-Man. Yeah, uh, that would yeah. have been oh, pretty I, cool. Or, or, I would have loved. I would love to jump into a alternate universe where that movie got made and watch it. Yeah, um, I'm. I but you're right. I am happy with the one we got because over. I think it. I'm yeah, still supportive of the overall but, whole of the MCU rather than you know. I yeah, yeah. and I totally get it. It's, it's, it's a, just it's I a love greater good thing for me. But yeah, I yeah Edgar Wright. General his movies, in my opinion, are better than most the average Marvel movie. Um, yeah, so I would cool. I would have liked to see that. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, um, wait. Uh, yeah, the Snyder cut. Um, um, oh, this, I was think... hoping. I thought you were gonna say, even though we were happy with the movie you got, I thought you were gonna say Last Last Airbender. Oh God, you really? <laughs> Why I thought you were gonna like I'd twist say... it on us? That was gonna be. Great. Oh, that would have been pretty funny. Um, I another thing. <laughs> How about um the solo movie? I know that they had to bring in. Um... I was almost gonna bring that if they kept the. Uh... Miller and um... yeah, I mean, well, it's the same kind of concept, which is also a reason why I just freak. I hate like Disney and Marvel and how it's just like these movies are like assembly line things, and if they don't fit into this little this box, like the directors don't ha- like have this free will. It almost feels like it's like they have to follow. Which don't get me wrong, I love the like how the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so cohesive, but like before it was cohesive, before it had that, and it was just a really good director trying to make like an Ant Man. Or, or the Star Wars universe that has the, the the Millers when they were directing the solo movie, or um, Lord and Miller. Yeah, Lord and Miller. Um, I just feel like it's these directors who have like a resume of creating, you know, excellent, interesting original movies, and they have the, their own like flair to it. But if it doesn't fit into the box that like the studios want them to it, to fit in, they will like throw them out even after they've the studios have already invested $200 million into the project. They just like, they don't trust that it's fitting this vision that they've created. It's like, it just makes it feel like there's like behind the scenes, there's this huge like thing that we don't see of just corporation, like the corporate leaders just saying like, Nope, can't do that. We have to have this fit this a, B and C. 
And it does make the movies feel like they lose all their like artistic touch in a way. Yeah, I agree. And say what you will about The Last Jedi, but at least Disney gave gave Ryan Johnson a chance to do what he wanted to do in a universe that has already been established that he wanted to do. That's what I would say. Yeah, I would have liked to see a different director on the third one, like a completely different director. I think that would have been interesting. <clears throat> like uh, Trevor o had done it. That would, I don't know. I think that would have been interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. We're, we're talking about Star Wars now. How did that happen? We're always we're talking, talking about, about still DC. Right. Okay. Um, there were the Snyder yeah, Cut. The Snyder just Cut. In terms right. Of... Um, so uh, yeah. Anyway, with the Snyder Cut, yeah, I think I I feel like a lot of a lot of new stuff is going to be made for that movie, and I feel like it's going to end up being a. I feel like this is like they're going to treat this as a um, a do over rather than a we kept this thing from you and now we're going to release it to the public. Uh, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It I... clearly is not like it was this thing that had always existed and they're just now releasing it clearly is not that. Yeah. They, like... Because if they make it good, which I'm skeptical about, but if it does end up being better than the first one, it's going to be a whole See, I told you it should have been the whole, this yeah. whole time, you know, like, but so... it's also, and we've talked about this. It'll set a dangerous precedent where major studios will be like, well, this redo of a movie that exists was so much better received than the original and you know there are serious talks to decanonize the sequel trilogy of star wars like that's not real i mean it's by a whole bunch of internet trolls serious talk but no one inside disney not to meant like what does that even mean a movie is a movie i heard a i i heard a wild rumor um star wars rebel spoilers i guess um if you guys care um but i heard that they of throwing the idea around of time traveling the new trilogy out of existence. Yeah, they no that it's a real thing, John. Um, because there is time travel. Well, around. even if that's the case, they're still acknowledging no. that it's canon. Right. Yeah, because they did that with Star Trek. So, um, you know, and although you know they time traveled the original timeline away, and uh, but that's still canon. So you know, whatever. But. I mean, you know, because Rebels introduced the time travel element to the Star Wars universe, so, you know, it's possible. They can do it. They introduced that element and have done nothing with it since then, so... Um, yeah, I'm gonna catch up on Rebels then, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, kind of a Chekhov's gun, because it's kind of like, well, it's there. It's in the background. Time travel exists in Star Wars canonically. When, it, when is it gonna be significant? Because it wasn't really in the TV show. It was just kind of mm. like, hey, this exists, but, you know, mm. I'm curious to see if that comes back. Anyway, DC fandom. <laughs> um, what else a DC fandom? I don't know, man. <laughs> um, well, the trailers for all the actual movies, the actual movies that are coming out. Yeah. Sorry about that. Hey, I just watched the trailer for The Batman, and I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I am curious if it's going to be in the same cinematic universe as Joker. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you think it will be? I don't know, and I honestly don't care. Um, I don't. I mean, I I don't want it to. I don't. I don't think it would be, and I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know. That doesn't. I, don't, I, I guess I haven't really thought too much about it. I've always just imagined or envision, you know, thought of Joker as its own thing. Just. So the idea of things taking place in that world, I don't know if it really... 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I appeals. To I me. mean, I I mentioned this in the Joker review. I I liked the movie, but I don't think it lends itself well to a larger Batman universe. Like that's not a Joker. Yeah. I feel like that would. I just I don't see that being the Joker when there's a Batman. I, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I would actually because of that exact reason. If they tried to make it into this expanded universe and connect those two, I'd be like, how are they going to do this? in a way that's any way convincing like plus to me it doesn't matter because there's too much of a time jump i mean we you know bruce wayne's a kid in that movie so uh, yeah i don't know to me it's just another of the probably dozens if not hundreds of interpretations of the batman origin story and joker origin story it's just like another one Mm -hmm. you know i mean like in the world of the comics and the cartoons and everything there's so many of them that it's just kind of like eh, throw it on the pile here's another Here's another retelling of the Joker story. So, yeah, you know, that doesn't matter to me um, so much. Um, I was excited to see hints of Riddler things. Um, I've really, really, really wanted to see another big screen interpretation of the Riddler. And I'm surprised it's taking so long. If that is what direction they're going. It looks like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question marks and green stuff and whatever. Um, he was my favorite villain as a kid. So I'm, you know. And I don't feel like he's been done justice yet, except for in the video games. I really like the interpretation of the Riddler in the video games, but Jim Carrey was just Jim Carrey. So, um, you know, plus he was more Mad Hatter in that movie than in Batman Forever than he was the Riddler. Um, But uh, what do you guys think of uh, Robert Pattinson as the Batman from what we've seen? Um, He's okay, I guess. I don't know. It's hard. Like, he... He, I don't. I'm not hating him, but I don't think he's left in much of enough of an impression to me. I guess I, I I don't mind him, so that's a plus. I don't know. I mean, from what I have seen, he hasn't really been a. He wasn't a commanding presence, or at least as commanding of a presence as I wanted him to be. But again, he only had like four or five lines. A lot of it was just him brooding, and I, Robert Pattinson, he's good at brooding, but I, he's had experience. I read that this is going to be somewhat inspired by Batman Year Two, that comic run, and um, so he's supposed to be really young. So there's that. But I think I think in particular his jaw his jawline looks really good <laughs> as Batman. I feel like he yeah, I feel like he looks really good in the suit. Um, and I've, you know I've always said that you you're not supposed to cast Batman. You're supposed to cast Bruce Wayne. And yeah. um, I think he's good casting for Bruce Wayne based on the little that we saw. So. Um, yeah, I'm. I I think it. I I'm. Just, I you know I haven't seen much. I'm, I want to wait for another trailer. But based on what I have seen, I think I'm, uh, sold a little bit. You know, like uh, uh, what's the word? It's a. Uh, it's a. It's You're a, on board. I'm on board for now. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. A pro- it's I, a provisional sold. Provisional. Right. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. It's like for me. It was just like a kind of like a gut check. Like nothing in the trailer, like it. Did I have like an adverse reaction to just on like a just, you know, just a guttural level? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but at the same time, it wasn't like I was like, oh boy, this is gonna be amazing. And but that's not because of the like the content of the film. Just the trailer was just enough of a tease to mm-hmm. do his job. And so I'm on. I'm. I am. You know. I'm optimistic or whatever the, what is, you know, uh, cautiously optimistic, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, and uh, I don't know, like uh, yeah, it doesn't really need to connect to Joker in any way. It can if it wants to, because that's a thing that movies like to do nowadays. But I think DC can actually set themselves apart by trying to, I think, yeah. try to actually do something a little more unique, try rather than jumping on the same boat as Marvel, make their own path, do something, do something unique and cool that can actually have a little more artistic freedom like vince was kind of getting at then marvel allowed its creative team to do to have right like mm-hmm. let, let that be yeah. dc's strength um there's plenty of talented people out there that are probably just would love to do huge blockbusters um let them do it yeah oh right. no go ahead Joey. no go ahead um i was gonna s- just try to segue from that but if you still have something to say about that continue nope Okay, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. It's really sad that he passed away. Oh, yeah, yep. that happened. Yep. It's also going to be interesting. So they were definitely planning a Black Panther 2. Um, how... Well, they had already announced it. Yeah, I don't even know if the filming had started. I'm guessing nothing has started for that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it had. But, I mean, what are they going to do? Um, are they going to bring back Michael B. Jordan and have him somehow be in it? I think, he, I think he was Panther? I think he was already gonna be in it. I think he was already signed on for a sequel. Um I assumed that because he was the Black Panther for a little bit in the movie he'd be in the um magic purple tree world and that we'd <laughs> yeah. we'd see him in there for a couple scenes. But yeah, I don't know. I think probably the the sister character, I cannot remember it, Shuri? Shuri. I think probably I think probably Yeah, I thought that that's that's my guess. I'm gonna put my money on that. I think she'll be the next Black Panther. Because I think she I has been that. in the, um, or, um, yeah, I, I think she has been in the comics before, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I just wonder how they're a, going to yeah. find a way to write him out of it. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, they could always just, like, it's, you know, recast just entirely, and that, that has yeah been done They've before. They've done that twice. They've recasted yeah. two characters already in the in the MCU. Uh, yeah. So, I, I think I think it'd probably be better to put the character to rest and have yeah, somebody else, like a different character, take up the mantle. Um, I and I think that's probably what they will do. But yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. More movies from DC. What about the Suicide Squad? There wasn't really a trailer. Yeah, was... that was. I wouldn't call that a trailer. Uh, it was like it was more yeah. of a uh, casting announcement over graphics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um i like the i like how uh wacky uh some of the characters that they are going for with this one um i like that this new wave of uh dc movies are like we're gonna put the word the in the title now (laughs) i like that a lot see they've broken away from marvel's trend of not putting the in front of the movies they're setting themselves apart that's true um yeah, it's fun. Um, I think that I think the first movie was a big wasted opportunity, and I think that the yeah. first movie didn't really get Suicide Squad. Like, I always if I always imagine yes. if it ever got a movie, and I never thought it would get a movie, much less two. But I always thought it would be like a heist film, more like Ant Man, the first Ant Man. Yeah, not a yeah. save the world with a big blue laser to space. No, film. and fight a bunch of bun monsters. It, I definitely, I, I mean, because that's like you have, you know, like. Deadshot, he's a guy with a gun, 
and there's a bunch of other guys with guns. He uh, He's better at his gun than the other guys with guns, but he's still a guy with a gun. Uh, Harley Quinn has a, a hammer and a gun. <laughs> and in the movie, she didn't even have a gun. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I definitely think they're... This, it, it, yeah, we don't really know, really know much about this movie other than who's in it and that James Gunn's directing yeah. it, which we already did, we already knew. I just, I think for me, it's going to be whether or not the story is more fitting for a Suicide yeah. Squad movie, um, which we have no way of knowing yet. We don't really know much about the story. So, um, yeah, it would be like, even if they, I, I, I said this before the first movie came out, but if they just made a live action adaptation of the animated Suicide Squad movie, the Assault on Arkham, yeah. I'd be fine with that. Um, yeah. they, they just like, I, I think the pl- they had to, they had to steal the Riddler's staff from Arkham because it had a thumb drive in it that was important. Like, yeah, that's great. That's the perfect, that's a good Suicide Squad plot. They should do something similar to that. Maybe they can have them, they have to break into, like, LexCorp or Wayne Manor or something like that to get something important. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a movie that I want to see. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems seems all right. We'll see. Not enough information yet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, More information, or at least another trailer for... The new, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm more interested as more s- trailers come out about that film. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. It looks fun-ish, I guess. I'm uh, <laughs> I I'm know. very curious about Kristen Wiig being in the movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's the thing I'm the most excited about right now because it just it seems like such odd casting to me for that type of movie and that type of character. So, like, I can't... I'm trying to picture myself watching this movie and taking it seriously and not finding what she's doing funny. Like, or... You know know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I'm not not able to reconcile that gap. I'm not able to bridge that gap of... Kristen Wiig usually does this, and a comic book movie is usually this, you know? So, I'm I'm curious to see how that will be. Um... But other than that, I don't really have any new thoughts about Wonder Woman. Um, I'm excited for it. I like the first one a lot. <clears throat> so. There we go. Good well, thoughts. What else we got? Um, I think movie-wise, I mean, they didn't really show anything for a lot of the movies they announced. Or just said, they didn't really announce them. They just like, yeah, Aquaman 2 is a thing. Shazam 2 is a thing. What else do you want from us? <laughs> what do you want? We got it. Um, so yeah, there wasn't a lot else uh, movie-wise, but then they did show some video game trailers. Yes, um, which I I uh, think are worth talking about: the Suicide Squad and the new Arkham game or Gotham Knights, I guess. But kind of is in the looks like in the same vein as the Arkham game. I guess it's not in the same universe, but it just feels like similar. Gotham Knights isn't. It's not supposed. It's supposed to. It's apparently not in the same universe. That's very odd, considering yeah. the ending of Arkham Knight. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. I, you know, because I saw this, this studio, the studio that made um, the uh, what Arkham Origins, the spinoff game, is that yeah. they're doing that. So I, I kind of just yeah. am assuming they're going to copy paste the map from Arkham Knight and rewrite the story like they did with Arkham Origins. Um, I really liked Arkham Origins a lot. Um. 
I know that's kind of the the black sheep of the the Arkham series, but I really liked that one a lot. I thought they did a good job with it. Um, it had a lot of good Batman lore inside stories and 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 uh, you know, side quests and whatnot. So, you know, I but I'm again I'm really surprised that it's apparently not supposed to be connected. Like, it seems like it would happen directly after Arkham Knight. You know, um, but okay, whatever. I mean. Uh, you know the characters they all fly around it looks like it's the same gameplay it, I'm, i can't tell if it's gameplay or not there wasn't any gameplay in the suit yeah the suicide squad trailer is a little disappointing because there was no gameplay and it and because it's by yeah. rocksteady that um so we know it'll most likely be good but it, I, you know I, I don't like it when they release trailers like that where it's just like it's just a short film at that point yeah it's, it's just a well, game for the, the gotham nice they did release a separate uh gameplay mm-hmm. uh some footage is like seven minutes um i don't know if you have you not seen that one then or i didn't see that one i saw the trailer trailer okay yeah you can watch that and it, it is similar to what you well yeah it's kind of what you'd expect it looks pretty it looks pretty cool though i mean yeah, yeah. oh uh on the other suicide squad you know it's uh it's rocksteady and uh i'm sure it'll be very similar gameplay to the, the arkham games but it's the trailer is in the daytime I, I I think that's cool. It, it, I think that was definitely intentional, because um, you know you never oh, get yeah. to play in the daytime in any of the Batman games. So um, I think that'll be that'll be neat, nice way to freshen up the Arkham series. I don't even know if it, either of these are officially part of the Arkham series, but you know I, I feel like I know what to expect in general from both of these games just based on playing the other four. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm excited for both of them. I'm sure I'm play them both unless the reviews are really bad for either one of them, then I'm sure I'll play them. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, they're, I'm, they're going to be PS five. I'm sure. So they'll probably have it on PS four. It'll probably be, you know, they do that where they release games on past generations as the new generation. Cause there's not enough early. You know, yeah. I'm early adopters. There's not enough to sustain. I'm always, I'm almost always a late adopter on new consoles. Yeah. Uh, because price always goes down and because when the console comes out there's never a game library for it so um or a good or a good library although all ps4 games are going to be backwards compatible on ps5 uh, ps5 news there's some ps5 news over there, oh, yeah. what uh so yeah ps4 games are all gonna be backwards compatible with ps5 well that's good to know i guess since i haven't finished yeah. all of my ps4 games that i own uh, i still have a lot to work through so um yeah that's cool but yeah, in general, I'm I'm pretty excited for both games. I feel like I know what to expect from these studios based on their last Batman games, and I, I think they're going to be solid and a good time. So, and the Suicide Squad game has almost the exact same roster of characters from the the animated movie, except for um, Icy Lady. I cannot remember her character's name. Emma Frost. Icy Lady. Icy Lady. <laughs> Yeah, anything else from Fandom? Because I think that was... I, I don't... Did we miss anything? Uh, you, well, Rashawn, you, did you mention Black Adam? Oh, I didn't mention it. No, that, yeah. The, and then Black Adam, which, it's just again, a, there wasn't any footage or anything of. Yeah. It was just like a logo in the rock. It was like being a, the rock. Like an animated... Like a... Yeah. Yeah, thing. I never got to to say my thoughts on the fact that Mike and Brian stepped away from the Netflix show. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after this. That's that's not oh, DC fandom. Man. You're right. I thought you guys probably talked about it on the last podcast. Never mind. Oh my god, Vince. Before we hit we record, we never. just said that we were going to have a conversation about that. 
But remember how Maybe. I don't listen to things? Yeah, that's awful, and I hate it. <laughs> that's a thing about you I genuinely don't like. Get in line, buddy. What? Wait, the line for line what? And lots of people don't like yeah. you? Yeah, or... to punch you in the face? There's a long... Well, actually, the line isn't that long. I try to just not talk to people anymore. People can't gather in lines right now because of COVID. Exactly. Well, they yeah. can. You just got to be six feet apart. Yeah. And wear a mask. Oh, like, I mean, it's just too much of a hassle to deal with right now. I'll just punch you in the face when the world is restored. Like, normal. Okay. The yeah. second, I'll be like, man, good thing the world's back to normal. And then a fist is being delivered directly into my face. I promise it. I guarantee it. Right Thank now, I just, have to, I just have to ship you my fist in a in a crate oh, for now. How is that going to work? Oh, you know what? Um, boxing glove on a spring. Yep. Class- problem solver. Cla- classic, you're a problem solver. Classic Joker. Uh, get, get. That would be... Someone had thought how to do that during the pandemic. That would be They would be making a ton of money. Okay, let's get on it. Actually, okay. I can make that happen. Let's start shipping boxes of physical violence to our loved ones. <laughs> for for research. Okay. Because we care. Yes. Um, all right. I guess on to uh, anything else on the fandom. Um, I don't like so. I mean, there and then the rest of but then there's the actual big fandom event with like panels and stuff. Apparently, yeah. in two weeks, that's going on. Oh, okay. I think it's it's not so much news related. It's almost like it's their own little comic con where they have like, here's the panel of. I don't know the 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 just the um I don't know All whatever people, James uh, yeah. Gunn and and Margot Robbie are talking about Suicide Squad so I don't know, maybe there will be news but it will it'll be more like a yeah right fan event I guess which is what it's called so I guess it's appropriate cool well then on to I guess what um I guess is our main topic for the evening. I have no idea what the thumbnail for this episode is going to look like, by the way. Um, there's no, <laughs> the main topic was Ryan's five-second reviews. That's, um, that's okay, true. Okay, Ryan, Mike and Brian, Mike and Brian, Brian and Brian have left <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender. Avatar The Last Airbender as a concept is canceled forever. Um, Ryan, your <laughs> review of that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Excellent. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, uh, the six of uh, you core <laughs> cast fans that clicked on this because you saw that we're doing an Avatar thing. Um, here we go. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? What are your initial thoughts on this? I'm both more and less interested in this project now. Wow. Actually, yes. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's hard to not think, to think of a Avatar verse thing without Mike and Brian, and if I would want to see that. At the same time, I think I do want to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. That's what I mean. I don't know how to feel exactly. Yeah, I I, I didn't. This is not a show I really ever wanted. Um, yeah. So there's a weird part of me that is kind of like excited to see an entirely different take on it. I don't know if entirely is a good word. I don't know how different of a take it's going to be, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if the, if the conflict behind the scenes was enough for them to leave, then I want to, I'm curious to see the creative decisions that led to that. 
I'm really yeah. actually kind of excited to see those creative decisions, whether or not they're awful. Exactly. Because for me, there's not really anything at stake here. I, I don't. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you could always just go back and watch. Yeah. The, the movie. Show. We can always just go back and watch the movie. Go back and watch the <laughs> masterpiece that was the yeah. Shyamalan creation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be like the the mean spirited part of me does think that it would be hilarious to see something that tries to be as bad as the last airbender movie if there's a way they can like like didn't work as a live action movie but look at this live action tv show and then somehow they're like but this is even worse now if that <laughs> happens i mean it's not possible because the only way it could be worse is if it's just straight boring um like if it's like a well-made show but it's just really really boring and just misses the mark on like humor because mm-hmm. last airbender was at least intentionally fun or like unintentionally funny Right. But if this is just like intentionally safe and like bland, that would be worse, but in not as fun of yeah. a way. See, I mean, I think that's what I was afraid of with the show to begin with, even with Micah Bryant, mm-hmm. is that it would just be boring. Just like, yeah, we've seen this all before, and it's not offering anything new with these characters. They're like, you know. Um, but the fact that there's division kind of makes me more intrigued. It's like, oh, something was – people felt strongly enough on some way or another about what was going on that they left the show because right. of it. So that has yeah. me just, like, interested. It's like, oh, that means that they were doing something or they weren't doing something. So either they left because they wanted to do something more bold than Mike and Brian did or the opposite. My – bet is on the opposite i'm yeah. guessing mike and brian probably wanted to switch it up more than netflix wanted to but i don't know I, that. does I, anybody take the side of netflix here um i don't really have any side i i, I don't i'm not taking a side but i don't think that they're an enemy in this i i yeah. understand because mike and brian have not done much else besides avatar universe things and they haven't really proven themselves as uh, creators who can work in the live-action medium, uh, mm-hmm. for one thing. And, um, y- y- you know, it, I, I, it's it, it's easy for a big studio or corporation like Netflix, who is looking for a big tentpole franchise, to be like, ah, we don't know really who these guys are. You know? Uh, because in, in they... You know, Mike and Brian, along with a big giant team of lots of other talented people, created the Avatar universe. And um, yeah, y- y- you know, it's a lot of a-, a lot of talented people are out there in the industry who are capable of making a good Avatar product. So I I could see, and and you know, from what I've read, Netflix really did want this to be. They're they're looking for their Star Wars, their Harry Potter. That's you know they've been for a while. You know people were saying maybe Witcher or, or what, but it's very clear that Netflix is looking for their big like tentpole franchise, and mm-hmm. um, you know I could see them not being super comfortable with trusting these two random guys from an animation studio, um, to to take on a task like that. So I you know and especially if they're being protective of their you know their property, which you, you know I could see how that would fall apart so i mean i don't know what happened that's the thing i don't know what happened i've read rumors and we can talk about that a little bit but ultimately i don't i wasn't there so it's it's hard to say who was in the right if there even is a right just in theory and just because obviously we all like what we know of the of avatar and korra so we already have 
you know, a strong connection with those creators and because they're our best friends. Um, <laughs> we obviously want to, uh, I'm more prone to probably, I get if I had to pick a side, you know, whatever, I'm get, give them the benefit of the doubt in terms of Mike and Brian. But also just like I'm trying to think of like, you know, when you have like if it is a situation where they ha- they feel like they if it doesn't go their way they're walking i mean that that's what the prequels were right it's just like everyone saying yes men to george mm. and that's what you get so like i'm not saying that's what the situation right. is like but you know maybe it was you know what I mean? what if, like oh you're not giving us exactly what we want then we're just going to walk i don't know I really, you know what i mean yeah. so i could see it scenarios on both sides yeah, i would say so yeah. i hope it's not that because I respect. Yeah, that. I hope so too. I, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But. Well, I, some of the rumors I've read, um, uh, I keep they keep popping up everywhere. Well, the two prominent mm-hmm. ones is one that Netflix was not interested in. Well, they wanted they didn't want to adhere to their uh, their desire to have a multicultural cast. Is that they were they really wanted to get star power in the show, and they were mm-hmm. okay with um, you know auditioning and casting. Uh, white actors if it meant a high, higher profile for the show i really hope that's not the reason um uh, you know because i don't i'm not interested in another whitewashed live action adaptation of avatar i just i don't want to see that um the other thing i heard which is a little bit more wild um is that they wanted to actually age the show up a lot like they wanted the characters to have more netflix or Mike no and netflix Brian they want the show all the characters to be older they wanted to have more violence they wanted to push it more towards like a game of thronesy type yeah. thing where like more yeah. relationships possibly sex and nudity and you know just like violence Ooh. yeah right what? that that's that's i keep seeing that pop up and i keep saying oh it's insiders are saying so take that with a massive grain of salt but that's what i keep hearing mm. that's 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 what yeah. i keep seeing echoed uh, more so than the whitewashing thing. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean, that's I like I haven't really I've heard vague things about the whitewashing thing. I hadn't heard that stuff about them trying to age it up. Um, I I could kind of maybe believe ask like a small bit of it, like if they're trying to make it a little bit more teen, because there's lots of teen stuff on Netflix. That's a, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of teen dramas and stuff. So I could see that, but like. Anything beyond that would be pretty shocking to me if they're really trying to make it like a PG thirteen or PG thirteen or like an R rated kind of like yeah, that. that seem- does, to me, that seems way off. That seems there's no way they were really trying to. It do seems that. a bit far. It I mean, does seem a bit far fetched to me, but um, you know, I could see them wanting to to age the characters up, and maybe that's something that yeah. Mike and Brian were really not for. And and to be honest, I always thought it was like like I you know the the um Anga Katara Zuko Katara shipping wars thing yeah. I always thought that was so weird and unnecessary and the in the the kiss with Ang and Katara at the end of the show I just I've never liked that and you know maybe there's an element like oh hey you know if we're gonna do if we're gonna do relationships Romance and shipping and, stuff, and drama they... maybe we shouldn't have them yeah, be children that... I could see them pushing to try to be them make them teenagers. Right. I could, I could, I feel like that's pretty plausible. And I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not, I'm not really that excited about seeing teenagers either. I think that is an element of the original that is so endearing is that they're younger and kids. So I could see Mike and Brian not gelling with that. But if that's really the reason, you know, that's unfortunate that they couldn't kind of figure out a solution to it. I don't know. Who knows? I suppose, but. 
Yeah, the more the more oh, wild rumors. I mean, I feel like the more wild rumors about them aging it up are probably exaggerated, but I also do feel like there is probably a kernel of truth in there. That's it's probably something yeah. like that. Um, and again, that kind of makes me more interested, um, because, like I said, I want something new if they're going to make a new Avatar thing, and if it's going to be a reimagining of the original series, I want it to be a reimagining, you know, because there's no there's nothing at stake for me like i don't care like i don't care if it's bad or not yeah so um yeah i i, I don't know what, what do you yeah. what do you guys want to see out of it now that we i mean in a way now that they are gone this could be anything really right yeah. i mean you look at adaptations yeah. of other media especially video games like a lot of adaptations of things are are way different than their source material so, like, if you think of it as an adaptation in that sense, then the door's open for them to do a lot of different things with it. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's not like the template for Avatar is there, and, like, it will be. It's just interesting to see what somebody can do with that template. Yeah, like, I mean, the template is a pretty basic outline, you know? This guy's got to beat the bad guy, and he's got to go on a journey and collect a bunch of party members like an RPG and then go fight the bad guy, right? Like... Yeah. What if all the episodes were completely new storylines? Like, what if, yeah, what if the overarching story was the same and certain beats still hit, but the actual episodes themselves, the meat of them, and where they are in their journey or whatever, what if those were all just completely original? Like, I don't yeah. know. How would and you guys feel about that? that? I'd be totally on board. I mean, yeah, I would, each season yeah, has a pretty simple concept. Yeah. Find the Avatar. Some at the end of it, they got to get to the Northern Water Tribe. Big battle ensues. Season two, run away from Missoula, get to Bossing, say big battle eh, ensues. You know, I mean, season three, get to the Fire Nation, Day of Black Sun. Ten episodes later, fight the Fire Lord. Yeah. If like these major thing, major plot points, and but if they can get there in totally different ways, that just pretty much what I would love to see is just a total expansion of the universe. It's like okay, we know these things were going on, or like. You didn't know this, but during the time that, you know, this was happening, this was also happening. Like, I don't know, just it's it's interesting to me, too, because it's I love Mike and Brian, but I do feel like it's possible for anybody, any creator of a universe to get too stuck in their ways. Like you're saying, with like George Lucas. So it's like if you're mm -hmm. if they were going if they wanted it to just be the perfect version of their show, but in live action form, that is nowhere near as interesting to me as just. A, a new idea of how to interpret this. Mm -hmm. The groundwork is laid out, but this, like, this is Avatar, and you'll definitely feel that it's Avatar, but, like, it's... It's, it's taking it in a new, interesting direction. I am hoping that they still keep the track team, though. I hope that we still get the, the same music. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, maybe they would step away because they're friends with Mike and Brian, and that would be a reason why, but we, I hope the music... Do we know if they were involved in the first place? They were. Yeah, it was confirmed. Oh, okay. I mean, not that that even matters either. To be honest, it doesn't. None of it matters. I mean, <laughs> there's not, none of this matters. But I mean, it'd be nice if they, it'd be nice to do it. But it's not like it's not like there aren't some fantastic composers out there that can create beautiful pieces of music. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I I guess I have more faith in in Netflix considering how what they've been trying to do with like Nickelodeons, um, like you know, enterprises and, and shows and franchises that they would want to create 
an Avatar show that is good for them, meaning that it's people enjoy it. Um, because if they're going to invest this much into this franchise, I have to think they want to put out a quality product. If, like you said, it's going to be their major investment. Mm-hmm. So if it's a quality product, but in a different way that Mike and Brian wanted it, I'm not just going to say that it's bad just because I have a bias towards Mike and Brian. I'm going to look at it, you know, as unbiased as I can. Yeah. And, and you know, um, Avatar is a tough sell for a lot of people. It's really hard for me to get people to watch Avatar. I mean, yeah. it was hard for you guys to get me to watch it. Um, and it, and it, it, I think a lot of people look at it and go, no, that's not my thing. I'm not going to watch it. And But you get somebody to watch it and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I could see Netflix being like, we can't have that. We need to cast as large a net as possible and look at our statistics, our viewership, and you know what audience are we trying to attract with this property. Right. And, and to do that, I mean, like, you know, look at the, look at Hollywood, look at the movies, like the summer blockbusters are all PG 13 rated uh, action movies, right? Those are always the ones that rake in more than a billion dollars. So, um, you know, I could see them saying like, look, yeah, we like your basic idea, but we need this to be this thing for us. That's why we're paying for it. So, um, you know, and I, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm actually, I mean, if all they did was age up the characters to be as old as like the characters are in Legend of Korra, okay. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with that. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I with that I feel like there would be more changes. I, it, like, why, why would you know just age the characters up? Then what's the point? You know, I guess if they're children, a lot of people are going to be biased and look at it and go, "Oh, there's all the characters are kids." Okay, that must be a kid show. Right, and yeah. nobody spends no movies like nobody no movie studio is spending like Avengers budgets on like kids movies. Yeah, I guess it's like if you're Netflix, I understand what they're thinking, but it goes back to us like the discussion we had where it's like it's a corporate decision. It could almost be where it's like to age up the characters because Avatar makes perfect sense on Nickelodeon. It's mm-hmm. a kids network, you know. The kids can be young, and kids will watch the show. Um, the story just happened to be like really interesting and mature that something that adults, you know, anyone of all age could connect to. Um, but when you're trying to put that on something on Netflix where everybody in the universe is just of all ages will click on it, you want them to stay and watch it. So I guess you have to put the most uh, viewable foot forward, so mm-hmm. to speak. I don't know. Like, yeah, you got to also go. Ahead. No, you, you have to do that. But it also just does it in the same way make me feel like the artistic integrity can be lost when trying to you know appease everybody which is frustrating in its own way mm-hmm. my um my wife Maeve was we have speak talking to her about this earlier when i was swimming um about this and she brought up an interesting point that um people people who would have watched the show when it was originally on the air um kids like you mm-hmm. Vince are now old enough to have kids so it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting that um you know they wouldn't try to capitalize on that at least like it it kind of reminds me of what, like you know what and not this is not a positive example but what Disney's doing with the remakes it's like okay well all the kid all everyone who were kids when the original Beauty and the Beast came out now have their own kids so now is the perfect time to try to get the whole family in right so it is yeah. it is I feel like there is an angle where they could make this show you know where they could get those two different generations watching it 
you know so you know that is another angle to think about it from yeah i mean as i just hope that they can create a successful start to this live action universe if they truly want to because if they want to have any hope of it being their franchise they have to start off strong yeah um and create a really good quality show and if they do even if it's totally different than you know what we got from the original i'll probably enjoy it more to be honest because I, I like it. I'm sure everyone here, Avatar is such a, is a fantastic show. We don't need an exact reinterpretation of that because we already got a fantastic show. Let's see something new in that universe. Yeah, and I, you know I've said this before, but if they're going to make a live action show, I would much rather they do like a different Avatar. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't I haven't read them yet, but there's two Kyoshi books out now. And she has her own team avatar and her own villains and everything. And it they have great reviews. Um, I'm, I'm I'll eventually get around to reading those books, but you know, like the, this, like I was just reading like a synopsis of one of them. I'm like, Oh man, all these new characters and situations and locations and stuff. Like I, I like that. I liked that with Korra. I want to see what if they made the weird surfer guy avatar. Korik. Yeah. What if they made that? Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi's the person you got to build a franchise around. She freaking lived 200 years old. You got so many stories oh, in that 200 years. Yeah, yeah, you can do lots of seasons with Kiyoshi if you wanted to. I mean, too many. What what was she doing in years 186 through 198? I want to know. Was she just sitting there being like, there's nothing going on. I'm just going to exist. No, apparently she was doing all kinds of stuff, which are is outlined in books, which I haven't read yet. But, um... But yeah, I, I would rather see something like that. But that's not what we're getting. We're getting this, maybe, if it doesn't get canceled outright. Uh, there's still a part of me that feels like the show won't happen. Man, that would yeah. be awful. But whatever. Nothing matters anymore. The world is like so close to just completely collapsing that it also makes, you know, oh man, that show's canceled seem kind of trivial <laughs> yeah it seems hard to, it, se- it seems really difficult to get a like really passionate or upset about like oh all these you know entertainment is just a distraction right now and it's hard to have strong emotions about our distractions the ones that haven't even been made yet i don't know <laughs> i think that is still so far out it doesn't feel is it like it feel when was this announced over a yeah, year ago two years ago that the show was announced wasn't it 2018 was it yeah well, and then, so they haven't even started production on it, you know what I mean? So it's just like, well, it's not even close right. anyway. It's like, I, I could, I, I so think... it's so abstract that it doesn't really have any, I don't know, realness to it. Even if it does happen, it's still so far Yeah, away. and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, this is now officially classified as being in development hell. Like, I could see yeah. it moving into that phase of development pretty soon, you know, because it is just, if we don't hear anything about it soon then I think probably it'll we can consider it stalled or delayed or indefinitely or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I made a bet with Chris that the show won't ever come out. And I think I said if they make an announcement that it's either cancelled or on hold indefinitely, I win the bet. And what do you get? A a burrito? I think it was what was it, twenty bucks? Twenty bucks or fifty. I think bucks. it was twenty. I think if the show but if the show comes out I lose, <laughs> but the show must be viewable on Netflix. You need to be able to open Netflix and watch the show. 
Even I hope you have that stipulation. Even in writing, even if the, even if there's a trailer, I, I still don't. I won't count it until I can watch the show. So we'll right. we shall see. I do still. I still am leaning in the, the direction that I don't think this show's going to actually happen. But you know, who knows? Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> Nothing really matters. What do you think, Ryan? I haven't heard you in a while. Yeah, well, you guys summed it up pretty darn good. Um, plus, I already gave my review, technically. Technically. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I was never like on board. Like, I wasn't ever super excited in the first place. Um, my enthusiasm dropped when Mike and Brian left, for sure. Um, but I, I'm, you know, I, I'm a fan of things that are original and fresh. Um, that's what I'm attracted to. And I've I've seen the Avatar series many times, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd rather see something fresh. It can be something in the same universe. That's fine too. But heck, I would I trust or I enjoy their their creativity and their story writing and characters, et cetera, et cetera. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing something else from that creative team, um, something outside the Avatar universe as well. Um, I think it would be great if Netflix was willing to take a chance on them, although. Which is interesting because Netflix is famous for taking chances. Granted, they cancel a lot of stuff too, but um, why not? Why not take a chance? Yeah. Well said, sir. Absolutely. Give us something fresh. Uh, Sean, do you have anything else to add to this? Anything? Any other thoughts? Uh, no, I don't know. No, I. Uh, in terms of anything. <laughs> No, I have no more thoughts. Nope. I have nothing to add. So let I'm me tapped out on waste thoughts. time telling you how I have nothing to add. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Good episode, you guys. I'm really <laughs> proud of all of you. Uh, I know we're rounding down, but hey, how do you guys feel? This isn't isn't like the same vein, but feel about getting um, paying thirty dollars to see Mulan. <laughs> um. On principle, I feel like I'm against it, uh, just because if you're already paying for a subscription service and you have to pay this yeah. like tacked on to- uh, price on top of it, I'm I'm morally opposed to it. However, in practice, you know, if if there's two people going to the theater, actually, this is kind of yeah. this was Dad's rationale. Um, that yeah. you know, it, it's you're paying the same price anyway, so it's like, well, yeah, exactly. Well, the oh, idea well, of it's okay. if if you're family, right? you're you're actually probably like it right is a movie if you're going to the theaters as a family of like two kids that's 80 bucks but if you're oh i that's so i could kind of see that making sense but it's a paid subscription service like it that would maybe give them a pass on all that if there was like a free version of disney plus you know what i mean like here's you get the free version but if you're all you everyone who has disney plus is already paying that that's the whole premise that's what the paid streaming services are for right yeah so i don't know i mean couldn't you have just done you could have created the same profit margins or even more so if you just raised the whole disney plus service like a nickel like the amount of people that would yeah. probably pay to go see it versus how many people already have Disney Plus subscriptions, and if you just raised the total fee per month, like 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 five cents, fifty cents, I don't know, just like a very small amount, almost unnoticed. Yeah, I mean, I think I think with that, it's uh, 
it's not necessarily a bad idea. I just think that the legalese that they would have to do because yeah. people have all these contracts of what they've signed up for. You can't just like, oh, we're upping your monthly rate out of the blue like that. You would have to like have all of these agreed. Especially since a lot of the up. subscribers of Disney have signed up for like prepaid three years in advance, right? Yeah. Um, but I think more, I think you, I've heard it multiple places from someone here i think he said that it's it seems like it's like there's this experiment that they're testing the waters yeah, that, with this that's my through line yeah yeah it does feel a little experimental but i also kind of um i mean a movie like mulan is super expensive to make so like I, you yeah. know what do you what are you what is anybody supposed to do i mean it's it, it's the same yeah. sentiment of everything in our world right now it's like well this is an unprecedented yeah. situation yeah and we have to come up with answers to problems that we have never faced before so you know as a movie yeah. studio if that's your job you know yeah. it's like well we yeah. gotta make this money back you know let's talk about yep let's let's sit yeah. down and come up with some ideas for how we can make that budget back and i'm sure that a lot of ideas were thrown out i'd, I'd be really surprised if there wasn't a whole bunch of ideas oh, of sure. okay okay how what would be the best way to regain as much of that budget as possible you know and right. i'm not sure that this is the right way but i don't you know, I mean, I, know. I like us. Yeah, I would if it. I think we're all basically, you know, single. Not well, we're not all single, but we all would be paying for it all ourselves. I guess is partially why we're our perspectives yeah. are all very kind of yeah. similar in that each. So if we were to see do an episode on Mulan, which I do want to do an episode for, it would cost us a hundred and twenty dollars yeah. to do that episode, which is silly. Right, so yeah. that's partially the issue. If we, if we had um, enough listeners to where we had ad revenue and we could, could just yeah. take one hundred and twenty dollars from the show, then yeah, I would yeah. say let's do it. But or if there's a way to like visit, it is once you buy it, you do have it on your account permanently, which I guess that is okay. But like again, like if you could rent it, like on Amazon, maybe that you know for a lesser amount. I don't know. Yeah. It just plus every, yeah. everybody's and, gonna have it on their account permanently in December, and so for yeah. for a lot of people, including myself, it comes down to how badly do you want to see this movie. And yeah, do you have to see this movie two months early? Also, or three months early? this is gonna be the most easily pirated movie of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're just watching it from home. So you could just you could just record it. You could record your screen. You just record your screen. Well, yeah, that's true. And yeah. then I, I I feel like pirating has gone way down in the age of streaming. Well, yeah, but, but for you're a right. Movie that something you like this might like start a. Yeah, you know, it's weird that I had not thought about that. But Vince, I think you're right. I think the piracy on this thing is going to be rampant. I think it's going to be really. It's gonna be a lot. yeah because it's super easy. Well, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think even that is. You don't need to pirate anything. Just oh, can I just have your Disney and sign in? <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Well, that, but I mean, also, yeah. I mean, people do that, but it's gonna be so easy. Like the easiest thing ever. It's like we all. It's like you. Oh, I want to pirate something. Yeah, and it's at my home, so I don't have to bring it like a recording device to the movie theater. Oh, this is gonna be. All right. Thanks, Disney. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. To be clear, gonna... I'm not planning on pirating this movie. I cannot speak for anybody else in, <laughs> in this podcast. Well, I have Disney Plus, and no, it's a, no. an account that my friend gave me. So they'll probably buy the movie, and I'll watch it from them, which I would like to think I, is the same yeah. as pirating. I'm not planning on I'm not planning on pirating, but I am also not don't want to spend $30. I'm trying to figure, yeah, I, I don't know what context where I would be around people or sharing an account or something. I mean... 
Because I do, I don't know, I am interested in seeing, like, not that I'm, of all movies, Mulan, I'm, like, super pumped and excited for, but I was, it did look fairly cool. The trailers has, it's one of the most, or it's the most excited I've been for Disney live action Mm -hmm. film. Yeah, I I would say, like, in concepts, this is the worst time to try to pull this with a live action Disney remake, because every time they release another one, I'm I'm just so just tired and just over this whole trend of like 90s live action disney remakes and it's like okay now you want me to spend 30 dollars for it uh not gonna happen you know so yeah but at the same time you're right this one at least by the trailer looks like it could be better than the average live action disney remake um but yeah it's hard to know trailers trailers are trailers so (sighs) yeah yeah, right. but I'm sure a lot of the studios are going to be watching this very closely this weekend yeah. to see how it performs so they can set their price points or change their strategies. Yep, studios, movie chains, everybody in the industry is going to yeah. be yeah. watching and seeing how this plays out. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, I think it's safe to say if that if we didn't have a podcast, none of us would be even considering watching it now. Um, yeah. And yeah. I'm kind of like, why don't we just podcast it in December? <laughs> yeah and that's true too yeah absolutely we could yeah because yeah, yeah i mean my excitement for this movie i mean if it was avengers endgame if it was a star wars if it was something like that you know then i'd yeah. be like okay uh... yeah i would still be upset about it but i would definitely be like okay yeah i'm gonna pay for it i'm not happy about this and i will feel even more like used mm-hmm. with this it's kind of a weird thing where it's just like well I, i'm okay not paying for it so maybe i feel <laughs> Not as used, so maybe I don't know. So that's a plus. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> or less manipulated, it, I guess. It's a Disney um, plus. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, Vince. That's Ryan. Review that joke. <laughs> that was more generous of a review than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, all right. Well, we were all over the place <laughs> on this episode, so hopefully, people found. Um, something that kept them awake as they were working from home and had this on in the background. Um, but uh, if you have any thoughts on any of this stuff, send us an email. Uh, are you excited for any DC fandom stuff? Are you going to pay for $30 to watch Mulan on, in September? Um, and if you are, why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> why would you do such a thing? Yeah. Um, and yeah, what else? Uh, we got there's a couple movies we'll probably be trying to talk about. The like I mentioned, Bill and Ted. That would be I think that's an appropriate movie to do an episode on. I still wouldn't mind doing an episode on Hamilton. And I've had friends request it is another reason why I think we'd be fine to do that. Um, Tenant, if there's a way to see that movie safely, New Mutants. I really actually want to do an episode on New Mutants. I feel like we have to do yeah. of all these. New Mutants is the one that I feel like we have. The one that sat on the shelf for like what three years? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel yes. like, and also the last, the last the ever last Fox, Fox X Men. Um. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've been with that series, the X the Fox X Men series, since the beginning, and have not strayed it. Also, yeah, I I do have to watch that movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cool. see what's next. We'll figure it out. Um. And sooner or later, we'll get Chris in here to let us know what it's like 
to be a father. Yeah, and he can explain to us exactly why he hated all the things from this DC fandom because it's and such, yeah, a, go into such a crazy about face for him that uh, I really want an explanation. So, uh, cool. All right. Well, um, bye. Is there anything else to say? <laughs> nope. There is not. okay and all right ryan review this episode hey (laughs) that was definitely way too generous yeah it was right but i'm biased because uh i'm in it okay like you are able to use a single word right not just like a sound effect i just want to make sure yeah i i I used i used a a word or two in there got it yeah (laughs) i mean like because if i was to try to spell the word that you just typed i think it would have like four e's started with about five h's yeah that's probably what i would do too yeah okay there might be a gh in there somewhere oh okay yeah yeah i think so i feel in it i'm feeling that in my gut yeah speaking of my gut i I gotta go make some tacos good (laughs) oh what kind of tacos vince and good luck on your medals thanks everybody detecting detecting them yes don't get swept away away by a rogue wave. Okay, well, I'll probably be at a bay. So if there's a rogue wave there, I'd, that'd be kind of odd. But oh, we're, hope I don't if there is, we're all screwed. Ooh, yeah. There's a bay secret. Now all the people know your secret uh, location. I'll have to kill everybody who listens to this. Then. <laughs> well, this podcast going to be evidence in a murder <laughs> on trial. On that note, <laughs> great. <That's... laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. This has been. After the credits. A Young Chunks podcast. <laughs> <laughs>